Welcome to the Humanity Matters Podcast, where we discuss philosophy, faith, leadership, nonprofits, and a host of social issues. We want to add value and understanding the dignity and freedom of human beings. For more information, visit the website philipfletcher.org. And now, the Humanity Matters Podcast. Hope everybody is having a great start to their week. Dr. Philip Fletcher with Humanity Matters Podcast, where we discuss faith, leadership, nonprofits, and society. It's my hope that through the engagement of ideas, we can discover what it means to flourish as free human beings. So that is what is going on. If you want to join with me, got a question, hey, just hit me up in the uh, comment section. I'd be glad to take your questions as we talk about today, life after quarantine. Yeah, that's right. Life after quarantine, because at some point this is going to come to an end and we got to be prepared for a new normal. So join me as well on Twitter. You can look me up at Dr. Philip Fletcher. Also on Instagram, Dr. Philip Fletcher, go over to YouTube and subscribe to Humanity Matters and look at some uh, great videos. I am very uh, just blessed to be able to uh, meet and hear y'all questions. And so if you got anything, anything about what's going on uh, with government, anything that's going on just in your own personal life, how you are navigating uh, this whole quarantine situation. Uh, let's chop it up today. And so uh, as we are getting started, one of the things that I like to do is give a thought for uh, the day. And today's thought uh, comes from a oldie but goodie. And his name is Ralph Waldo Emerson. And he said this, to laugh often and much, to win the respect of intelligent people and the affection of children, to earn the appreciation of honest critics and endure the betrayal of false friends, to appreciate beauty, to find the best in others, to leave the world a bit better, whether by a healthy child, a garden patch, or a redeemed social condition, to know even one life has breathed easier because you have lived. This is to have succeeded. So that's something to think about, is how are each one of us going to leave our place a better place? Because, you know, at the end of the day, that should be the goal. How can uh, we leave our mark on uh, the world? So, yeah, Philip, you want a T-shirt? Let me know. Put in an order. Go to my website. and will be glad to gets you on humanity over division. It's a good thing. So three things I want to talk about, all right, as we are uh, visiting with one another, looking beyond the quarantine. So we had life one way, right? Then all this stuff happened. Uh, we had the la- hearing the language of war. Uh, we heard these terms used that uh, Healthcare officials, doctors and nurses, uh, persons who were working in hospital, they were on the front lines 
of this coronavirus or COVID-19. Uh, we heard um, this language that the country needs to come together so that we can uh, flatten the curve. And so the things that we need to do is begin to stay six feet apart. Things that we needed to do was wash our hands. And, you know, now it's become where you need to wear a mask and it's mandatory in some states. Uh, we began to learn um, that our local government, state government, and federal government would want to take it a step further and issue guidelines uh, to the degree of uh, executive orders. And uh, these men and women across the country who are our elected officials uh, begin to issue these stay at home or uh, shelter in place type orders. And you were supposed to stay inside your house unless you were essential personnel. And then businesses started to close down unless you were a essential business. And then uh, what we began to see is uh, they wanted to clamp down even more to flatten the curve. And so what did they do? They wanted to begin to issue citations and fines and, um, you know, all of these type of things that were going on. And so we've got people indoors. We've got people, uh, you know, shaming one another because they're leaving and going about their business exercising or shopping or going to the parks. Uh, we've got uh, stores like Walmart and some of these big box stores and grocery stores who are being told, hey, you can only let this many people in for this amount of time. We've got people uh, who are standing in line at, you know, like a sports academy here in Conway or, you know, so many people can come in, only the elderly can shop early. In uh, a lot of stores, we've got uh, hairstylists and barbershops closed down. We've got, you know, gyms closed down. So we've got people uh, trying to manage what was going on in life going to uh, be like in this new normal. And so the question I've got is, how are we helping others? How are we helping others? This is Dr. Philip Fletcher with uh, the Humanity Matters podcast. And we are uh, discussing right now what life is going to look like beyond the quarantine. So all of this stuff is going on, closures are happening, so on and so forth. So the question I've got now is, how are we going to help others? How are we going to help others? How are we going to, as individual Americans across this nation, here in the state of Arkansas, wherever you may live, how are we going to come together and help others? One of the things I like to talk about is that we have to be loving, that we have to be kind, and we have to be generous. All right. So this is a disposition, right? So we understand what we're going through in our houses or in our apartments. Okay. We understand people have been isolated. We understand there are some people who need to be able to be in contact with other people. That's who they are. They're extroverts. Whereas there's other people like introverts, like myself, like, okay, 
I've been home. I've been by myself. I've had limited contact. Cool. All right. But eventually we're coming into a period in our lives as we are uh, coming out of our homes, returning to our businesses, that there are going to be people who are going to need help. There are going to be people because of the loss of their jobs or because of limited employment or because they still have kids at home and because they have kids at home, uh, they're going to need help as well. And so the question becomes, how can we come together to help one another? And this is important. All right. Uh, It's important because charity, charity is powerful. I'm telling you all this. Charity is powerful when people come together freely and they see a need. Okay. They see this need. They gather some information about that need. They make a plan and then they execute it. And as they're executing that plan, they look and see, okay, this is working. This is not working so well. They're talking with the people that they're helping and be like, hey, is what we're doing helping or could we do something differently? So it is important as we're walking into this new normal that us as individuals, us as families, that we understand the needs that are going to be out there. All right. And understanding the needs is also this, is that we have a lot of great organizations, nonprofits, civic organizations that are meeting all types of needs already. And so I would encourage you, as you see a need, find out if there is an organization or a group of people already meeting that need. And so instead of create recreating the will, all right, in this new normal, get around that group, that organization who is doing that, who has been doing that for quite some time, and support them with your time, support them with your dollars, support them with just uh, being present with them. Now, there's going to be some new needs that are going to come out of this quarantine, this lockdown. All right. And there is the opportunity for individuals to rise up, groups of people to get together and say, hey, you know what? We see this new need. Nobody is addressing it. Let's meet this need. So I got a prime example. So there's been a lot of talk uh, over the last two weeks. Uh, USA Today released this article, some other news outlets. Uh, And then the Surgeon General Adams talked about uh, health disparities regarding blacks and Latinos. All right. So everybody gets up in arms. Health disparities among blacks and Latinos. They don't have good access to health care options. They don't have good access to food sources. Okay. so here's a need that has been talked about. Now, the question becomes, for those of you who have been moved by this. All right and these disparities among Black persons and Latino persons, the question becomes, how are you going to meet that need? All right. Was that just something to be upset about, Facebook about, make a mad face about, be like, oh, see, Black people and Latino people just getting the short end of the stick? Okay. All right. But then how will you meet that need in this new normal? If you know that, how about, for example, a group of you getting together, identifying a building, identifying a spot where you could open up a health center to address those needs. 
opening up a health center that is affordable for this population of persons, whether they're black, Latino, white, Asian, doesn't matter, but responding to that need in kind, responding to it where you don't have to wait for your municipal uh, government or your state or your federal government to respond to that need, but that's something that you could do right then and there. So look at how you can help other people. Identify the need, get people together, see if there's other people meeting that need already, rally around them. If nobody's meeting that need, create your group to meet that need. These are things that we can do now to help one another and we gotta wait on nobody else because you know best what you need and the people in your area know best what you need. Like what works in Conway, may not necessarily work in Little Rock. What may, works in Little Rock may not, and we know will work in like a Dallas or a New York or a Los Angeles. Places are different. People are different. Cultures are different in our great United States. So what else in this new normal? We're going to have to think through our relationship to the federal government and the state government and our local governments. We're going to have to, y'all. Like. Uh, to be quite honest, some of the steps that our elected leaders have taken have just been off the rails. And um, you can say that while at the same time saying, I care about the health of people. That you can say that at a federal level, state level, level or local level, that your elected leaders went just a little bit too far. And that is how we, the people, keep our elected officials honest. I would even make the argument that some of these elected officials need to have opponents and have their decisions tested. OK, they need to be held accountable to their decisions. But more importantly, we need to return to an understanding of our Constitution, the United States Constitution. We need a return to an understanding of whatever your state constitution is and understand what it is these elected officials can and cannot do. That's very important. We can't, should not make decisions out of emotion. We should not make decisions out of fear. But what we need to do is make informed decisions. And it begins with our United States constitution. Then it begins with your state constitution. And then whatever other uh, ordinances are specific to your area. It's vitally important. We cannot continue on in ignorance. We cannot continue on in believing that our government can just do whatever it wants simply by announcing it's for your safety or it's for the public good. So that's something that you should greatly consider. So I would encourage you, pick up the United States Constitution and read it. You have your kids at home, go through it with them so that they can understand it. Look up your state constitution. Go through that with your family as well. Understand it. This is the new normal that we're in. And so what this stay at home, what the shelter in place has revealed is that I believe many of us lack a, a basic understanding of uh, the laws that govern our United States and the responsibility of our elected leaders. Uh, and then finally, I would ask you this, what will you be thankful for? 
what will you be thankful for? That's something to consider. What is it that you will be uh, thankful for as we move forward in this new normal? Things have changed. You know, sometimes, you know, you don't know uh, how appreciative you are of something until you don't have it anymore. I know one of the things I'm pretty appreciative of is being able to sit for long times in a coffee shop, to go bowling, to go uh, shopping, those type of things. And I'm a, I miss my gym. I miss 365 gym. That's where I go work out and stuff. And so um, those are important. I miss our kids at Coho Academy and the people coming in. Uh, all of these things uh, have been happening as a result of uh, these lockdowns that have happened. Uh, but it makes you more appreciative of what you have. You know, the last two nights I've had being able to have dinner with my uh, all my family at the dinner table. Right. Miss those things. Those opportunities are there and hope to capture more of those moments. So. That's looking beyond this quarantine. All right. Looking beyond the quarantine. How are we going to help other people? Re-examine what your relationship is to the United States government. Get a better understanding of the Constitution. Get a better understanding of your state constitution and your local laws. And don't be afraid to speak up. This is our country. All right. The country does not belong to the government. The country belongs to the people. All right. So don't be afraid to speak up. All right. You have that freedom to do so. And then finally, what are you thankful for? I'm thankful for a lot. Make sure you tell somebody that you're thankful for them. Slap somebody a high five and all that good stuff. So, hey, thank you for joining me today. I appreciate each and every one of y'all. I will be uh, posting this video on Facebook, but also you can catch this on uh, the Humanity Matters podcast. You can jump over to Apple or Spotify or Google and all that good stuff. Also be looking out for a great partnership that my organization, the City of Hope Outreach, has with Conway Ministry Center and uh, Bethlehem House and CAPCA and Salvation Army and United Way as we are working together to help uh, address needs in regards to rental and utility assistance here in uh, Faulkner County. So be looking forward to uh, that video and be checking out Conway Gives. Uh, appreciate Laura King for all her great leadership in that. So uh, y'all remember to be love, to be kind, to be generous. And remember, if we remember to live in hope, we can do the impossible. So y'all take care and God bless. Thank you for listening to the Humanity Matters podcast. For more information, visit the website philipfletcher.org or send us an email at humanitymatterspodcast at gmail.com. And remember, as always, if we remember to live in hope, we can do the impossible. So be love, be kind, and be generous.